Devon DeLudo wondered, and not for the first time, if Genevieve Hargrave, the Duchess of Rochelle, was insane. Stop! Stop! she shouted, while hammering her fist against the roof of the carriage. She shot a sharp look his way and commanded, Make him stop! Then she pushed her head out of the window and yelled up at the driver. Rain in those beasts for Mirabor's sake! Now! The coachman must have assumed an emergency, halting the carriage so abruptly that Devon flew against the opposite bench. The moment the wheels stopped, even a bit before, the Duchess launched herself out the door and raced away, skirts hiked, heels clacking. Abandoned and dumbfounded, Devon nursed his banged knee. As ducal cofferer of Rochelle, Devon usually performed duties revolving around coins and notes. He didn't welcome his newfound responsibility of looking after such an impulsive whirlwind. He preferred an ordered, predictable existence. But nothing had been normal in the city since the new Duchess's arrival. Maybe she is, at least a touch, mad. It would explain so many things. Devon considered simply waiting for the carriage. But if anything happened to her, he would be blamed. With a sigh of resignation, he climbed out of the carriage and followed the Duchess. Darkness had settled in early, the spring days still short. Like prosperity, the season of rebirth had been slow to arrive in Alburn. The rain had stopped, but an evening mist crept in from the sea, ensuring that everything remained damp. Cobblestones glistened in the light of the street lamps, and the world beyond the carriage smelled of wood, smoke, and fish. A smattering of puddles created an obstacle course for Devon's new shoes, and as he picked his path through them, he tugged the collar of his coat more tightly around his neck. Inside the carriage, it hadn't been warm, but the evening's air was bitterly cold. They were on Vintage Avenue, both sides bordered by reputable three-story mercantile shops. On the curbs, dozens of carts lined the street, where migrants sold a circus of wares. Colorful scarves, embroidered saddles, and fresh roasted pig were sold side by side. As always, a seedy crowd had gathered in the chaotic hive of commerce. Few could afford to do much more than look at the scarves and smell the pig. The Duchess trotted down the line of merchants. She bustled through the crowd, most of whom stopped short and stared in wonderment at this heavy-set lady in satin and pearls chugging down the thoroughfare her heeled shoes clip-clopping as loudly as a horse. Milady, Deluda chased after her, where are you going? The Duchess didn't pause or slow until she reached a rickety cart holding up a rack of clothes. There she halted, panting, and stared up at the display. It's perfect, the Duchess clapped. That vest, the one with the satin front and floret pattern, you see it. It's not my taste at all, you understand, but Leo will love it. The print is so bold and vibrant, and it's blue. It'll be exactly what he needs for the spring feast. He'll definitely be noticed in that. No one could wear that vest without standing out. Devon had no idea who she was talking to. 
and perhaps she didn't either. With the Duchess, it rarely mattered. While Devon spent more time with her ladyship than many, he hadn't seen her often. The Duchess sought him out only when she required advice on ducal economics, which had brought them together only a few times. Although more often lately, as she had embarked on a new endeavor. Even so, a dozen summonses, a few carriage rides, and a talk or two hadn't provided him enough information to know, much less understand, the new Duchess. Devon doubted even the Duke understood the actions of his new wife. 